0: Each one of these panels I do is recorded. Um, I have a podcast called VGBS, Video Game Bullshit. Um, it's right now on Kickstarter. We're doing season one. We're releasing it, but we're not just doing a typical like CD release. We're going to have it on a, pl- a playable thumb drive, but then a Nintendo cartridge that you can play in your Nintendo that shows the synopsis of all the episodes. So we're making it crazy. Like, I just wanted something really cool. Uh, we're 400% funded right now. We have two weeks left. So, I mean, it's, it's going crazy. We put a really low goal because it's a podcast. You can do it online for free. Right, right. But this is what lets me keep it with no ads, no BS in the middle. because The only BS you want to hear is just us talking about games.
1: That's
0: right. So uh, uh, but who I have with me today is a couple prolific YouTubers. Prolific. <laughs> prolific. Uh, <laughs> I'm just an author, though, by trade, though, so I write multiple different books as well Uh, I did the complete NES so two years ago if you saw me here I was drunk walking around saying hey I'm doing a book (laughs) that's that's what I was doing Um, shirtless Maybe shirtless Shirtless, probably shirtless Probably shirtless I don't
2: know,
0: I don't (laughs) remember that (laughs) That's true Uh, Then after that, um, last year I was here I had my um, Super Nintendo Kickstarter going last year around this time Um, So all those books are actually here At the convention My table, I'm with a square painter Just right over by the entrance You can come hang out well uh, if you're of age, we'll take a shot or something. Bless you. you know, we'll do some cool stuff, hang out. Um, my newest book, NES Oddities and the Homebrew Revolution. So the first NES book I did was just a licensed one, because I wanted to complete my licensed collection. I'm like, I always plan to do a supplemental with the unlicensed. And but then I went crazy and put all the different Nintendo arcades. I put all the homebrews, which is a theme of today's panel. As well as all the crazy Famicom and Famicom discs that don't require Japanese to enjoy. So I literally do the books for me. So I wanted a list, because it doesn't exist, of all the Famicom stuff. So when you go over to like Carlson's booth over there, who has all the Famicom stuff. You can literally find the games that are like, all right, this one's not going to be an RPG that I don't understand what the heck's going on. <laughs> that's the, that was my thing. That's literally it all has an idea. <laughs> so that's a little bit about me. Go ahead, I'll let Mike and Mike. So we got two mics here just to confuse everyone. Yes. Um. We'll let them tell a little bit about themselves and then we'll delve in. Yes.
1: Uh, yes. So uh, my name is Mike Levy. I go by Mike Tendo online. Uh, if you've seen me on YouTube, uh, there's a review show I do called Dude, You Haven't Played This Game. And it's, uh, the channel is youtube.com forward slash dongled. Might have
0: He's, just talked about Ninja Crusaders Yes, last latest episode.
1: I, yeah, speaking of NES oddities, that was my latest episode. So uh, we also do a video game podcast. It's a music podcast called Pixel Tunes Radio. So if you like video game music, it's a great show. We put skits in and we just talk about video game music. But we also, of course, have awesome playlists that we pick, we handpick. Uh, About 12 tracks each episode, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, depends on the theme. All different themes. The next one that we're releasing is going to be a Sega Saturn episode, and that should be out Wednesday. It's going to be, so you guys are the first ones to know about this episode, Uh, it's going to be Sega Saturn around the world. So it's going to be tracks from Europe, tracks from America, tracks from Japan, Tons and tons of good stuff. You can um, play some Shinobi X Yo, are you reading my mind? <laughs> I mean, you have <laughs> quit doing spoilers. This they, guy over here. Yes, there is one yeah. Shinobi, Shinobi X, X, X sound, If you're soundtrack. not aware, yeah,
0: Shinobi Legions was released in the U S. and I think Pal. No. Um, no,
1: no uh, well, no. Shinobi Legions, Legions US is the U S. version, and then Shinobi X. Shinobi X is the version, and there's two different soundtracks: the North American and Japanese versions yes. of the soundtracks are The same exactly, but Richard Jakes is how you actually pronounce it not Jocks, but Jake's. Really? Yeah, oh. believe it or not. Uh, yeah, so he did a uh, version of the soundtrack that's more like Yuzo Koshiro's kind of style. So that's going to be on the episode. Um, nice. I also do a bunch of other stuff on my channel, stuff like um, Gaming Linguistics, which is a brand new show which I introduced, basically talking about. Um, how to pronounce things. The last episode I did was how to pronounce like uh, Zebus from Metroid. Zebes. So it's not Zebs, it's not uh, ZBs, or whatever you want to call it. It's Zebus, and so there's a whole thing that I go into. It's like a six minute video, just kind of breaks it down. Um, also do a show called New Repair, all on this channel. Uh, New Repair is basically like how to mod. Stuff or how to do stuff with video games, how to protect your games, how to uh, display them properly, how to wrap your controllers, uh, you know, all sorts of really cool stuff on my channel, but that's it. So yeah, youtube.com forward slash Dom.
0: And
1: Um, yeah, on the video game music podcast on Pixel Tunes Radio, we do um, uh, interviews. We have an interview lined up with, um, actually, this is. Another exclusive, since I'm sure this won't hit for a while. Oh, yeah. The, these
0: episodes that we record, by the way, we have like a three, four-month backlog okay. of episodes recorded. So I'm
1: safe. My, my co-host like, won't kill when
0: we, me. When we, when we bullshit, like we literally bullshit for three or four hours every recording, yeah. and we only do an hour to an hour and a half because that's about what my attention span likes for a, <laughs> from a podcast. So yeah, So that's what we tough. do
1: yeah so so our um, newest
0: episode, I think we just did Nintendo Power Memories, but we literally went down the top 25 rated Nintendo power games like Fester's Quest oh wasn't the top 25 <laughs> right, why the hell So we're trying to figure out the mentality behind the Nintendo power reviewers and why they right. did that. Because how does that better than
1: like Mario Three? name, dude.
2: Uncle so, Fester.
1: The name um, of Uncle Fester, bro. He loves
2: Uncle Fester. He's bald. He's beautiful. Well, you just like I'm him not just bald. by myself.
1: Right, right. right. Of <laughs> um, so the composer we're going to have on is oh, yeah. N- Norin nice. Rad or Norin Rad. He's done stuff for like Venture Kid, uh, Retro City Rampage, like tons of games. So we're going to have him on episode ninety three.
2: Yeah. Damn. And it's so great. tons of stuff. Running,
1: great channel. At least I think it's a great channel.
2: Mm.
0: It's, oh, it's, it's crazily
1: creative.
2: It <laughs> really nice too. Like you don't really. There's like nothing really to watch on the screen. Like you can just
0: speak just up. Rewind. Yep. Rewind. Speak up. Speak up. <clears throat> speak up. Don't use your baby so, voice. So just so you know, we will get off track. It's on purpose because we're bullshitting. Yes. So it's completely fine. Also, while we're doing this panel. Feel free to chime in with your own stories, too, because I do it at every panel. It's fun. It's interactive. It's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Absolutely.
2: I am Rewind Mike. I run a YouTube channel. I started out talking about, you know, games that I love just to kind of get myself into, like, making videos and kind of learning structure and writing and stuff like that. But now I'm, like, I just review oddities and obscurities, kind of like his book. But, I mean, I don't go for, like, the games that are odd and obscure. I like to go for the ones that are actually good. Not just because they're obscure. Like, anybody can pick an obscure game out of the freaking goddamn bag and be like, oh, this game is obscure. Cool. No. I actually try to look for ones that are good. So, like, a lot of my time is spent actually, like, just playing through ROMs of games that I don't own because they're Properly translated, or something like that—a game that we didn't even get, something that was only released in South Korea, which is something I actually just reviewed recently. Nice. Is yeah, a South Korean game. Well, it was yeah. that
0: that Genesis, um, Genesis review yeah. that you did. For it some. opened my eyes. That like shit. When I'm doing my Genesis book in the future, there's mm-hmm. gonna be a lot of gems that I'm not even tracking. Yeah, that's why he's gonna be helping me. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, yeah, when it
2: comes to the Genesis, that's like my, my thing. I love the say Genesis. I love the Saturn. Um, make master system. I recently picked up at too many games two years ago, and god, I love that system. I really feel mm-hmm. if it, um, if they had proper support from third party, I really feel they could have beat out Nintendo. It has more colors, the games are a lot smoother, they play better, but it just, they just uh. didn't have the backing by people.
0: So, so here's a good question, and anybody can chime in why did they not have third party support? Because that's a complete bullshit topic that we would talk about. In the
2: Nintendo box. was pretty much like they were like
0: yeah they were like Correct. if you nintendo promote, had deals with third party companies and it's how they tried to put stick it to the unlicensed companies too they had these deals and they said all right so if you go with this company math system, or you these unlicensed companies, mm-hmm. we will not let you stock our Nintendo games that are flying off your mm-hmm. shelf. We won't let you publish on Nintendo if no, you publish with the math system. Right. And right. Like, it's it's also, also why also. when you're going to be looking through here, you're going to see a lot of Famicom games that were never released here that are Sega arcade games, like yeah, Afterburner right. and Altered Beast um, and what what's the... Um, Fantasy
1: Space Barrier. A lot of that stuff did get the, uh, Space Harrier. released on Famicom, uh, but not in the States.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. All right. these games are in this book right here. Right. Like Space Harrier. We're like, why the hell didn't we get them? Because Nintendo said, you can't release this on the NES, Mother, it won't put it on the a- NES. So it's one of those things where that's likely why. I have no confirmation from people who worked at Nintendo on it, they've been but common sense tells me. It's, yeah, like yeah. the fantasy they, zone. They've
2: been monopolized from the beginning. So like when there was mm-hmm. a shortage on NES minis and everybody was crazy, it's like, what... What did you expect? Like, it's an Nintendo. That's, that's right. their thing. They like, always come with the shortages. Like, like yeah. Fantasy
1: Zone was still published it, by that. Sunsoft. Yeah, yeah, no.
2: yeah. No, 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 that's
1: like one of the best. So they would use like all different... It wasn't just Tengen or Tengen, 10 whatever. whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. There's your next Yes! Gaming <laughs> Linguistics. We're helping you. We're yes. here for you, Mike. We're here for you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they're pretty infamous for uh, releasing, which normally Game Historian did a great video on... Uh, Tengen Tengen So Definitely So so a good fantasy
0: little thing On the fantasy zone and That I learned When I was researching The book Is that there's Two versions Of the original Fantasy zone mm-hmm. And then the Japanese one Is a little more Colorful Better gameplay Than the actual Tengen right. One that came out Later And then there's A sequel Tears right. of Opa, Opa Yeah Opa Opa <laughs> <laughs> Yeah like, I, I've, I'm yeah, like a gonna... black hole of gaming knowledge, dude. Yeah. All these folks, no, like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's, it's a really like, good explanation I'm a, for yourself. The I'm, three of seriously. us put together but, are very
1: scary. But then
0: the other <laughs> aspect is, is people say, well, you're not like a black hole because a black hole sucks in knowledge. I shoot it all out. Let's not talk what about you, you shooting sucking. Shooting it all out shoot, and sucking shoot. it all in. <laughs> let's, not, let's not talk about you sucking. Oh
2: lord
0: (laughs) But anyways Go ahead Mike continue We interrupt you That's pretty
2: much it You know uh, (laughs) Recently I got a bunch Of my you know Smaller YouTube friends Together Some of them Are a little bit bigger And we put together It's uh, like the Konami years Basically we covered All the NES releases That Konami did Just only in America though Not like the Japanese games And you know We just basically did Like short synapses Of them Review some of them Memories What did I cover for that? TMNT 2 TMNT 2? That's right Absolutely Yeah 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 Did it good justice did, yeah. you, did you cover any of the Ultra games? Yes, mm-hmm. Ultra yeah. as well, yep. yep. That yeah, was their way around Nintendo system. Yeah, it yep. was, it was every single game that was released by that company, even if it was Ultra. Just, just America, though, like I said, I I have like a director's cut that I've been working on, but it's getting hard to pull everybody together to do this because all of our channels are starting to grow and everybody's working on their own content and right. stuff like that you know and I understand that plus well, some, people are, well, yeah, <laughs> some people are lazy well yeah some people are lazy you're busy <laughs> but um so when I do that I want to do um all the Japanese releases as well and then cool. Cool. we're also the i also put together a we're going to be doing the Capcom years as well. We're going to cover all the Capcom mm-hmm. games for NES and some. Yeah. Some of them are going to be the import ones, just those exclusive ones. Like I can't leave out Sweet Home. I know I'll get ripped mm-hmm. out for that. I oh, would I would so I would rip you off for that if you didn't. Shit if I left game. out Sweet Home, it's not an American game, but it is now. I mean, as soon as you said you were doing
1: Capcom years, I was like Mega Man Three, yeah. and you were like, nope, no, that's mine. bro. So I was like Mega Man Six, and he's like, okay, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to give Mega Man One to like, you. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: I try to put together a a bunch of And don't shit on it. And don't shit on the game. (laughs) A bunch of ambitious projects I try to put together as well as my own personal reviews, which is actually an NES unlicensed game that's about to be released really soon. Or to Homebrew actually, sorry. The Twin Dragons. Yep, Twin Dragons by uh, Anton. Yeah, the guy reached out to me and he was like, Hey, you know, I saw you were showing interest in my game. Would you mind taking a look at it and, you know, making a video on it possibly and I was like, Yeah man, I'll take a look at it. So
0: Rewind, you're the master of segues. (laughs) So let's go into what the panel is, actually. (laughs) So um, we're talking about odd and weird Nintendo games, but we're going to talk primarily aftermarket. So does anybody know what aftermarket Nintendo games means? And you can chime in, speak up, be on the podcast. Um, Anybody, the aftermarket.
2: After the original 767.
0: Yes, after the original 768 (laughs) was, was released. There has been tons, and there's four categories of aftermarket. So one major category everybody thinks of is fan hacks. So if you think of like Zelda Outlands, or Fall of the Moon, or newer stuff. Huh? Afro Mario. Afro Afro Mario. Mario. So it's basically somebody takes the existing code of a Nintendo game, modifies it somehow... And releases it, whether it be digitally or on a cartridge, right. to the community to enjoy. Like, alters it. Uh, now, Riggs the thing that, that a lot of people don't realize is it is a lot of a pain. It's a pain in the butt to do that. It's not easy. So, even something as simple as a simple changing Mario's hair to an afro, you got to lo- know the ins and outs of the Nintendo right. and know where What's to modify it. John
2: does a really good job on Pack and Stack Dave. Riggs and Pack and Stack Riggs. Dave. No. Yeah. And and stack He's Dave. good at completely adding things that weren't even in the original game, too. So, it. John Riggs, though, is taking YouTubers. And putting him on
0: Nintendo cartridges, which is hilarious. Yeah, dude. that is pretty. Funny. I tried to get him to do uh, for my compendium of personal stories that I'm did, working on. I tried to get him to do his rigs games and talk about them all, but <laughs> he's busy too. It's like everybody else.
2: Yeah, it's a busy time.
0: <laughs> so, so you got your hacks, you got your translations. So your translations are somebody takes mother and puts it on as Earthbound, but even though Earthbound has a prototype sweet home, out there yeah. Too. Now they found the sweet home. Recently. Exactly what he mentioned Sweet Home Which is his segue There's a ton of games out there I didn't cover hacks And translations in here But when I talk about Personal stories I delve into those Because they're important and it's really great for us to be able to enjoy those Japanese classic games that started franchises, like the Ease series. Right, Ease pronunciation. We, yeah, Ease. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's the next series. one. So yeah, nice. Yeah. So that Ease one, the wise. Eyes, the Eyes wise. series.
1: Ease wise. <laughs>
0: <See> <laughs> Start getting eyes. the back of his hair sticking <laughs> the, up.
1: <laughs> um, Nintendo was done with uh, like development wise was all assembly language too. Mm-hmm. So. That's not, like, you know, what mm-hmm. all the developers are using nowadays, stuff like C++ and all that, you know, the, where they have, like, engines. This is done with assembly language. It's, like, insanely difficult. Everything is, like, tweaking, like, you know, super... register. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's awful. So, so.
0: so that actually segues into the third category, which is homebrews. Mm-hmm. So I covered every single Nintendo homebrew that was out at the time of this publishing. New games come out every week. Yeah. Um, there's 570 games in there of just homebrew that have come out since the end of Nintendo, which is insane. And I covered everything, though. So if somebody did a Pong clone, I included it and because there's different variations and aspects. Uh, and it's in a digital-only section, though. And then there's guys that have released games on cartridge like Antone with yeah. Twin Dragons mm-hmm. that was just on Kickstarter. I posted it in there before it was on Kickstarter. There's music I was cartridges
2: just, where uh, people just put shift tunes right on the Yeah,
1: shift tune albums count. Counts. Yeah, there's like Famicom parts one that you can buy has like full that has like simple albums. Really good. Uh, 4 I, by Papa Z. Papa was
2: talking about it. I mm-hmm. don't remember the name of it, man. Yeah. It was, so it was good,
1: is it dude. 4 by Z? I don't know. I'm, it, I'm, it was pink. It, it was a fan. Okay. I'm just looking at the back of the book and I noticed you have uh Legend of Aulia, the character from Legends, Legends, of Legends of Alia, which is a really great game. Yep. Um, and
0: actually at the bottom I have uh, haunted Halloween eighty five seconds from Pittsburgh.
2: Right there. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Retrotainment. Well, They've they been yeah.
2: smart with that game because yeah. they not only do they release it on a card, but they also put it on Steam. Well that's yeah. that's kind of so so that anybody thing. who doesn't have any. That's games the mentality
0: is that like games. publishing something on the Nintendo is extremely innate and insane. And literally <laughs> if you make one mistake, you have to go through lines and lines mm-hmm. of code. Um, I have a couple stories that we'll share that they're going to expand it soon, which is pretty cool. But, um, but literally, the people are insane. And they really, the main mentality behind it, and I've actually had panels where I had a homebrew here, I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why? Why are you spending all these hours when you could literally use C++ to get something out on Steam right. that has Can millions and millions of views? There. And it's literally the passion behind releasing something they want on it a system. On the system. Your
1: nostalgia. Exactly. Floor. They want it on the system. And
0: then if you release a, a, an actual game, it's part of that library, mm-hmm. whether it's aftermarket or yeah. not. Yeah. Your game is part of the innate library of the NES, which is something that a lot of people dreamt mm-hmm. of as kids growing up, Make writing it all out in little notebooks yeah, and God. stuff like I used
1: to do too. God. So, what's the fourth category then?
0: So there's one. For, does anybody know what the fourth category is? We covered hacks, translations, homebrews legs bootlegs, bootlegs. <laughs> Co- correct so the biggest one that was released recently is a combo and it was final fantasy 7 Demaked all the way And that's a combo Because somebody actually Hacked the entire game Redid all the artwork To make it look More traditional Mm -hmm. To the Playstation game Mm -hmm. And translated it Into English So it's a hack Translation Bootleg Three categories And here's the thing That's insane is Is that like That requires more than If they would actually Probably coded it From scratch Because you have to to Compile compile and reverse Engineer the code Mm-hmm. Which is insane if you think about it from, like, if you, you don't understand bits and bytes. It must bytes. have taken
1: years, and years. It
0: did. And they were they were on a forum showing their progress for years, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> 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 uh, another one that I actually, I'm, I'm covering in my compendium that I really like is the Zelda Link to the Past demake. That's
1: cool. It's excellent. Even
0: with two buttons, they make it work,
1: which well, is Zel- crazy. Zelda 3 was originally supposed to come out on yeah. Nintendo, yep, but they pushed the development to the Super NES, and, of mm-hmm. course, now we have Link to the Past, so.
0: And in a lot of these homebrewers, some of them started as hackers. So there's actually a guy here that's with Mega Cat Studios. He did Castlevania Course of Mysteries. Ah. Uh, and he's here. And um, he worked yeah. with a guy who did Baleful, he did Baleful Sonata on the Castlevania, which you can only get on a cartridge because mm-hmm. the mapper is so weird that it doesn't work in emulators. Right,
1: right. Really? He's
0: working with Mega Cat now doing Roly and a couple games that are coming out that are platformers, mm. brand new games. So it's really cool to see some of the hacking community, how they've progressed to the homebrew community making their
2: own I've, I've vision. Played a, I've played a demo from that dude that you are just talking about, the mad cats Yeah. Dude. I forgot what the name of the game was. It was like something with a bunny and he had to like throw this object that would come back to him, but the platforming in it was so spot on. Well,
0: well Mega Cat Studios is an interesting one because they're no longer <clears throat> a homebrewer, a person is sitting in their basement just coding. Right, right. They're a team of individuals that they pulled together the best artists Passants, and the best, yeah. best musicians. And so you're mentioning new albums, a Z from Bleep Bop Records does album releases. Yes. He's doing the music for VGBS. <laughs> Season one that I'm releasing on cartridge. So I'm literally gonna have a highlight of Z's music on my podcast's cartridge, which is really cool. Yeah, you've got the cartridges over by your by your booth, right? Um I have a, a convention box. exclusive. I have the box showing because it's on Kickstarter. So it's like an, an NES box,
1: and then there's a cartridge. There's in,
0: gonna be right? a cartridge in it. Right. I don't have the actual cartridges yeah. yet because I gotta wait till it's different. funded so I can buy them. It's a
2: different game.
0: Yeah. The, the game that I have here, I actually have a convention exclusive, it's called exclusive pronunciation Mm -hmm. it's called commie killer featuring me I'm brainwashed by the Russians and you're the American flag shooting me in the face so maybe I want to shoot this this a-hole in the face I had three copies there's two left there's two copies left I'm selling for 40 a piece I'm it's a convention exclusive I just did because it's fun that's that's it. Like the guy who programmed the original ones, like, dude, I can put your face in here. And then when you kill me, it says, "Buy my book," like Jay Sherman. <laughs> like, dude, and re- recorded awesome. me saying it. So it's literally when you kill me, it says, so it's, buy like, my a, it's book. like a piece of sample pig. that plays. Yes, that's It says, hilarious. buy my book, you capitalist pig. <laughs> it's so great. And then when you lose inevitably. Lasers come out of my eyes and destroy the Americas. <laughs> like it's so and that's the crazy thing. Like, that's a very small, like not a full Nintendo game, but it's a full arcade experience. Mm. So I there's actual categories of the types of games that people can release. Because would you think that if somebody released Frogger on the Nintendo, is that a legitimate homebrew? It is. Mm-hmm. Because on Nintendo, people ported licensed games, and that's a real game of Galaga, but it's a port of the arcade.
1: Right. right and there's so, so there's people
0: filling those yeah. gaps in the NES library, is what we like to call it. So they're gap filling the games like Frogger. There's actually a version called Battle Frogs, and you actually play two player battle Battle Frogs. That's cool.
2: Is there a large community like working on parody? Because like what you mentioned is essentially just a parody. Yes. There's mm-hmm. a lot of parody in the
0: I think it comes with the actual individual coder. So this guy, like, gets assembly. He can put out a game in, like, a week or two. Like, he goes to the Le Dumb Dare mm-hmm. in, like, 72 hours, and he can put out a full game. Yeah. But it's, it's simplistic and easy to do for him. And he does, like, one of them is called Cornball Cock Essers. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what, the game, that's what that one is called. And that's it's bad. literally it's ridiculous. Story, though, it? It's, like, it has a whole story based <laughs> on a thread on Nintendo-age oh, that oh it's a God. fun thing. There's a new game called Wrecked. Because there's this guy who's like, I'm going to go back to Walmart where I'm working and they're all going to be wrecked when I go through. And so you made a game <laughs> called Wrecked where you're going through Walmart on the game. Like, There is a lot of parody. And, and that's one of those things where there's a lot of people in the community that think that that might dilute the community mm. because they're making their serious games. Mm. But I think it's all fun. I, I think it's cool to have a new playable game regardless of what yeah. it is. If it's a funny little parody game or
1: if it's a serious yeah. platformer that can... Rival what's out there So with those categories have, have you guys played Any of those Kinds of games at all Yeah what are your experiences Go ahead Sound off Like raise your hand And I'll go on Go ahead
0: I played the Mario 3 Randomizer
1: Mario 3 okay.
0: Rand- uh, Randomizer's crazy Those are Zelda. nuts
1: I played the Mario World one so, uh, The Kaizo Mario yeah, Kaizo Mario So ridiculous yeah.
2: So, speaking of Mario 3... I was done, man. <laughs> there's, there's, like, all those little invisible blocks that you go to jump and it's yeah. like, you hit it. They troll you. Died. Yeah. It's, like, I get it. I get it. But there's I kind of want to have a little bit of fun, too. Well, there's it. even,
1: like, sequencers and stuff that people set up where they have, like, they'll take Mario World and they'll set it up so that it, it plays to a song. And so they'll put the song oh, on yeah. Yeah. and Mario will start going off, you know, running, jumping and stuff. And then... It's on an automated sequencer, so he's just moving and doing stuff, and it goes (laughs) in tune with the music.
2: They do that with the Mario Maker.
1: Mario Maker Maker does that too. It's so nuts. So there's there's
0: two extensive Mario 3 hacks. Are you aware of them? One's called Mario Adventure, and it's literally, you can see all seven worlds. You go to them, and it's a little bit more difficult. Not quite Kaizo, Mm. but it's pretty difficult. It's a full game. But then there's Super Mario 3 Mix. And that game was programmed over the course of, like, multiple years. I remember last year I saw the guy who made the game, and I was with the guy who was selling the guy's hacks. Uh. And he didn't know. And I'm like, will you sign this for me? <laughs> He's like, I got the career to sign it. But he was like... But the thing is, that game literally could be Super Mario Brothers 4. Right, it's so right. expertly produced. It's well done. It, it has saves in it now. Yeah. Every level is based off a Mario game. So m- World 1... Is Mario 1 World mm-hmm. 2 is Mario 2 and you can pick up and throw like different yeah. radishes like there's a Mario Galaxy world and it manipulates mm-hmm. and it's in Mario 3 it's a so Mario 3 cool. engine yeah, you can yeah. play as Mario, Luigi or Toad mm-hmm. like it's that's kind of stuff where it's like that's it's legitimate it's own game that's an amazing new experience if you like Mario 3 there's more mm-hmm. like and it's and the difficulty is reasonable yeah, and then they go to the modern gaming where they have three coins you can collect in every level. You get every coin that unlocks a ninth world with a new boss. Once you beat that, like brand new boss that wasn't That's in the cool. game. Like it's it's craziness. That's the crazy shit that the after. Somebody, Mario game somebody gets. did
2: that with Mario sixty four where they pretty much turned it into Mario Galaxy. I completely forgot the name of the hack, but it is.
0: I, I think I wow. saw that recently. It's too. so
2: amazing.
0: You ever yeah. played the Mario sixty four hack where you get to play as two players?
2: No. no. So, like,
0: literally, you're Mario and Luigi, and when you walk, roll away from each other, the camera keeps zooming and zooming and zooming <laughs> until it breaks. <laughs> actually, I actually have it working on my hacked Xbox with coin ops, and it's that's hilarious. Cool. It'll break the system. It's so fun. What's going on, pimp? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. He's like, Worst Only Super Nintendo many games game to yeah. throw at me. <laughs> <laughs> no. But that's the thing with Mario 3 it goes forever. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I could go forever just on homebrew. I've done panels just on homebrew games because, like, I know all the uh, the different contributors and the people that make them because I've been on Nintendo Age forever mm-hmm. and Nestev. Nobody ever mentions Nestev. Nestev's the hardware side, and they produce games, too, just as many. A lot of those right. albums start off on Nestev. Hmm. There's a guy who contacted me. I call him Yoda. His name's Memblers. Mm-hmm. He said he could get our entire season one of two gigabytes of data with over 40 hours of content from season one on a Nintendo cartridge playable. Wow. I'm like, how long would that take? Because my Kickstarter's live now. I'm yeah. not making backers <laughs> wait years to get this thing. Yeah. So it might be a future thing. But I was like, That's something nuts, about dude. putting a micro SD on the actual board of the game. <laughs> like, the, he's a hardware mastermind. Hmm. He's the guy who started the boards, the custom boards for the Homer scene. Oh, That's really? That's why oh, they exist, because oh, wow. I him. Huh. And I shared, a, I shared a room with him at Midwest Gaming Classic this year.
2: That's <laughs> so cool. he's
0: like, the crazy That's guy. That's room cool. hmm? was
2: What's that? Is that the one Brazil went
0: to? Um, Brazel, I think so. I didn't see him.
2: Hmm. I think he was there. I I it's right by his house, pretty much. Yeah, it's right by his house. That's crazy.
1: So, what? <laughs> Bring us back on track. What, anybody else for games?
2: Freddy versus Jason for Yeah, yes. I've heard about
1: that. Yep. Yes. yeah. So there's two versions, right? There's Freddy versus Jason and Jason
0: versus Freddy and you can play as either
1: character. It's so cool. A, a buddy of ours, uh you guys may have heard of him, LJ and Defender, mm-hmm. Cygnus Destroyer, Matt. right? Matt Ezrow. He does a bunch of reviews for those kind of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a great YouTube channel as well. The guilty until proven innocent. Yeah, innocent innocent until proven, proven guilty. guilty. He does that show. <laughs>
2: he actually got his own game too on the NES. Yeah, yeah, he does. And sack yeah, back in
1: tact Dave did it. So like those are the kind of games See, there's like a TMNT game that has like e- like each of the four turtles has their, their own, own game. game. There's that type of stuff. That's there's rare. um there's a lot of like stuff that's out on PC that I would love to have on a cart, but, like, it just doesn't... Yeah, like, you can't so do it. Like that's Mega actually man a major... Or, miss- or, or miss- Mega Man 8, Mega Man yeah. 7. Well, they have It's, a, d- it's d- a major misconception
0: that you could take d- 9 right. and 10 and just throw it right into a cartridge. Because the the way that you do colors on the Nintendo, Mm -hmm. you can only have three colors and one standard, unique background color for for a game. Mm -hmm. So when they do these extensive demakes, like 9 and 10, you can't just port it. Now, could somebody, a talented hacker or programmer, do it? Yes, but Mm -hmm. it'll take years
1: of their life to do it. Well, it's been done. It just hasn't been done on the NES. NES, Exactly. So that there's a cart version. But can you imagine if there (laughs) was? I mean, that would just... Make my nostalgic card Yeah, it would just it would complete just complete you. Everything, right. <laughs> just because seven had such a different sprite yeah. and just felt different because of that. Like I'm not a big fan of seven at all, but I have friends who love seven. Well so. the thing with seven and eight, is
0: and I that like eight. it, it I changes like eight. the pixel perfect gameplay a little bit. Right because you're now on a different graphic and your, your hitbox is bigger so you gotta play it a little differently yeah. that little differently is not the same Mega Man experience mm-hmm. I mean
1: and there's awful. games like what Mega Man Universe I think it's called Yeah, where it's Roll an Chan, 8-bit like, game Roll yeah Roll, Roll Chan. Chan I mean there's Chan just like so many best like, Mega Man eight bit, death, oh eight, God, bit eight
0: bit eight bit deathmatch Mega Man yeah. on the,
1: the Doom Fun. Oh, that <laughs> is <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, game's that awesome. Really so there's games like that. There's games like Onikin, which uh, if you guys have heard yeah, of that, right. uh that's uh, like an eight bit kind of like
2: M- it's like mix between, a game. Game. it kind of feels yeah. like Castlevania. Obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah, like Ninja Gaiden. It has those cutscenes and everything. It's pretty cool, like Vice oh, no. Project
2: Doom. I'm thinking of the other one they made, um, Odalis. Oh, Odalis, Dark right? Yeah. Whatever.
1: No, man. I haven't played that one.
2: It's all right, man. But,
1: uh, but o- Onikin is really Kid. good.
2: I like it better than No? Onikin. Yeah, but I like Onikin,
1: man. Uh, Onikin's a little simple, That's but it's a lot stage of fun. Reminded
2: me of the Mega Man X part
1: where you're on the, the oh, bike. on the bike on Mega Man Five, the bike. Yeah, yeah, or Whatever. Yeah. Mega Man well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so the thing is though is that I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to my hacks and home brews and everything. I want to play it on an actual Nintendo. Um, I was buying them all up, you know, repros and everything for a while, and then I realized that people like Stone Age Gamer are creating these flash cartridges.
1: Right, right. So,
0: if you're not aware, the flash cartridges essentially allow you to load up ROMs onto an SD card or a micro SD card yeah, now. Like an
1: Everdrive. And
0: basically. The Everdrive N8 is the Nintendo version. Yeah. And you literally can play in a Famicom or Nintendo. And you can play all of these hacks and homebrews and everything that was that weren't released. Because yeah. I have a whole section of hundreds of homebrew games that were never released physically, mm-hmm. so that you can still play them on the
2: actual yeah. hardware. Yeah. You could put them on the SD card yeah. instead of paying forty dollars a repro
1: card. And forty dollars I mean, repro card. Some of them adds like, up,
2: man. you know, some of them you want them physically for whatever yeah. reason. I couldn't explain it to you, but well, <laughs> I don't know. Like Dude, Legend I of, of Island Four, and I own like yeah, Sweet yeah. Home. I own a couple. Like, I I have Sweet I, Home. I just don't understand. Why I
1: and buy them. I'd like to get Legend. legend sure, <laughs> collector, <laughs> and we got we're addicted.
2: Well, yeah, addicted. but like you said, <laughs> we buy all stuff. Yeah, but exactly. I can pay hundred dollars for one EverDrive instead of forty dollars a car. And yeah, that's the whole. Well, that's the, that's the when, struggle. You, when you're obsessed with yeah, Zelda, I want to get all the Zelda hacks.
0: Like right. it's just what it is. Yeah, I got to do it. That's part of the struggle. We got we got one.
2: Uh, how hard is it to work with those EverDrives and those ROMs? I myself, I'm not a programmer, yeah.
0: so I never even mentioned Easy. that. Well. Whenever you seem to talk about it, it, seems like it takes a lot of time. So, I think you're thinking of like the Raspberry Pi, Maybe which the thinking. Raspberry Pi is your little emulation machine, and you, you don't have about, to modify it. Just
1: to clarify, are you talking about like how hard is it to put the ROMs on the SD card and then put to them to play it? To play it? Or?
0: No,
1: they actually craft Oh, to, to create oh, yes, the, the So, so it they
0: don't, don't craft it oh, for
1: oh, the Everdrives, yeah. they craft it
0: for the NES. So, they have to literally program the game with spe- specifications and limitations in mind of the mm-hmm. NES so it will run on an actual cartridge in the system. Right. Because if it runs in an emulator, it doesn't necessarily mean okay. it'll run on the NES hardware because all of the emulators just emulate the hardware. Right. It'll allow you to do extra things that the Nintendo couldn't do. Right. So... Like extra... Um, yeah. But, like, the, the EverDrive itself right. is literally drag and drop to put it in. And because of that, there's no programming involved.
2: Well, I think you'd um, probably want to put stuff in a like folders and stuff I, I would recommend but, it but aside from like dropping like roms in like alphabetical folders mm-hmm. and stuff right. like that it's Literally, but, I mean, okay. the Everdrives even
1: play, like, Famicom Disk System games. Yes. So, like, if you wanted to oh, yeah, check those yeah, out, right, you can, yeah. which is awesome. It, because play, it
0: plays games from every region. Yep. Um, they
1: will rough. play a little
0: slow from the PAL region because of the clock speeds at 50 hertz. <laughs> 50 it says hertz, 60 yeah. hertz. Mm-hmm. But you still can play them, which yeah. is cool. Um, there's ROM hackers hertz. that have yeah. taken them and actually hacked them to the 60 hertz. Bell. Mm-hmm. So you'll find them. Or they'll take the Japanese version of New Ghostbusters 2, mm-hmm. translate it so Damn. that way it works in 60 that's hertz.
2: Really, I'm, that's I'm, like a really good game. Too. I'm like yeah, a man.
1: stickler, though, so I I will check out games on an EverDrive, like just to check them out on, because I have a front-loading and a top-loader for uh, NES. For toaster? I have a toaster, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm a front-loader. I have, I, have I have a sharp Nintendo television that I can uh, test all my shit. <laughs> so so I'm, a, I'm
1: an addict. How often do you have to like Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a whole new pin connector, but still, I mean, even so, you still gotta. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you replace the pin connector, but still. But I also have a Sharp Twin Famicom too, and I'm like exclusive with, uh, like I won't play Famicom stuff on. My EverDrive like,
0: I, I use it. the uh, yeah. AV top loader The one that looks like The NES 2 yep. That's yep. what I use yep. For my family.
2: I just need to get A convert card you know, I'll be straight yeah. To play my Famicom i got a top loader Well, And, the, and yeah, the thing yeah. is
0: is What Rewind Mike's saying Is not wrong Because yeah. everybody plays And collects How they want yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not going to say Hey you need to play Everything on hardware That's just how I do it yeah. If you just want to play everything on an emulator and enjoy it on your computer, you're still enjoying the NES.
2: Honestly, that's how I record the footage for a lot of my reviews and stuff. Oh, yeah. I do it off of the How dare you not. I get a crisp footage. If I wanted to look like Rewind. if I wanted to look at RCT all the time, I would do that. Yeah, right? yeah. I can apply that filter, but like I mean That was I mean, literally what I was talking with. I don't, I don't with apply um, no filters or anything to it to like smooth the edges or anything. No. No. It's, right, also, right, it's no. just no. pixel perfect. Sure. The colors sure. Aren't, sure. aren't faded, you're not gonna did see you, any you, sort of do you blur, put the uh,
0: Do you put the scan lines on it that nothing. they can manually put nothing. on there?
2: <laughs> I, if anything, I would apply them afterwards and do it so it's literally. Like, yeah, I know, just recorded straight from, from from the
1: console uh, with an Elgato.
2: I, I, I hate the way it looks, man. It really? looks so washed out. Dude. It does look washed it out. It's so washed so, out with Elgato.
0: recording no Super Eight.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that GB, was one thing GB I, I saw was. One. <laughs> I was about to pick up. A I'm the, on that, it, that right? note, though, before
0: I get sidetracked. I was thinking about when I researched. let me know if that's a good idea that when I do my research for my next book like Genesis if I have it going on a live stream and then I can have a mic on and talk with people online while I'm going through cuz I go through every and play every game. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be me playing and beating every Genesis game. It's going to be me playing it, figuring out how many players there are, talking about the dichotomy of it. And then if people are BSing with me, I'll give them credit in the book too. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. like if I used your words or whatever. I think that's a cool idea. I haven't tried it yet. I don't have time to do videos like these guys because I'm working on books all (laughs) the time. Like I literally, that's. What, I'm, the, I'm the auteur. Works you, got three jobs yeah. like, huh? you got three jobs. Yeah. You got three jobs. And, and I got a full-time job on top of it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of how it feels. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's
1: a full-time job in and of itself. Exactly.
0: I make it work, though, but yeah. it's like... I have OCD and this is my solace, and so I tell them <laughs> He
2: controlled. Yeah.
0: Make cool stuff. I mean, in all honesty, I don't know if you guys start out the same way, but when I started doing these, I did them for me, because I wanted an NES collector's guide that had every licensed game. When I walk around here and I can figure out and not get duplicates of yeah. manuals. Like, I've made every single Famicom game and Famicom disc game. I made the list because that's what I wanted. I mm-hmm. want to go over to Carlson and figure out which games I can play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was I was writing for years just because I, yeah. you know, I went to school for journalism and uh, wanted to write for Nintendo Power back in the day and didn't work out, of course. But <laughs> it didn't <laughs> didn't work out. But uh, I, got,
0: I got an article posted in, in uh, Nintendo Force.
2: Yeah, issue eight. I mean, oh, yes, we talking yes. about
0: homebrews. I got, was, I got to publish that one.
2: That's the successor. That's the successor. Yeah, yeah. I remember but when they were got running in there. that and they were trying. I was going to get that, but they were trying to sell the first six issues out of the gate, and it was like a hundred dollars. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Are you guys even going to deliver six issues, or are going to give you a hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. You get to run with i Am only going to get one?" Well, now, like it's yeah. been so many it's years tough. later, like they're actually they've been running the, the magazine for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, now we call that a kickstarter yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well,
1: I wrote for a, a really short lived uh magazine <laughs> called Pixel Nation. Yes. Uh it's a UK exclusive magazine that had was it three issues or two?
0: Two physical ones so, with digital. Overlay. Right.
1: So um
0: misspelled my name in the first issue. Yeah. <laughs> Put Whitenhagen or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean
1: it just it, it happens, you know. Or no, it was two W's Well
0: Wittenhagen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we messed it up. That that kind of stuff. What, what is, were the is articles tough. you were doing? Uh, oh, I did a ton. Because um, I did
0: the year in gaming. If you notice, I had the '90 90 and '91 Culture Chronicles. Mm-hmm. I did '87, '88, yeah. and '89 in that ma- in those magazines. I did.
1: Uh, I need to go a little bit more in depth. I got the cover story on the second issue, which was Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So I did an uh, article on that, and then I did an article on. Call him Cover Girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did an interview with the. Voices for Link and Zelda from the cartoons. Yes. from the Zelda oh, cartoon. Uh, Sand, yeah, with, the,
0: with saying, the excuse me, yeah. so <laughs> me, so I, princess. So
1: I got to interview them both, and it was really. Cool Did you give them to, to say that while you're interviewing? Well, I didn't. It was an article. Text. Yeah, it was an email still, interview.
0: So, so call me old school, but when I do even an, art, an interview for yeah. a book, I still interview them
2: on a podcast or. A yeah, yeah, like it, and you get more personal with them. You. You get more formal. Any questions that you have while you're talking yeah, kind of come to mind. You're able to talk instead of type it
0: out. My, my favorite is the arcade, one of the arcade guys, Ben Mullen, who won the... Um the arcade competition that they had back in the 70s and 80s mm. he like won a bunch of stuff and he gave me homework he's like go, go brush up on my videos <laughs> i'm like i'm just trying to give him the bs on the thing he didn't realize i was actually just probing him for questions yeah. he's like go ahead and go ahead and do that and i'm like he was on that's incredible back in the day when that was an actual oh show my God, like nobody yeah, yeah, was yeah. around including us really
1: yeah <laughs> but, but still
0: he was on that and won it
1: I started uh, ri- uh, doing reviews on online mainly because I watched uh, Happy Video Game here, uh, Derek Alexander, mm-hmm. and I really loved his stuff. And I think so- he's gonna
0: be wandering around this week. Yeah, yeah I'm, Sarah, I'm gonna get a little man.
1: fanboyish. She's so Sarah, yeah, I've met him before. But um, uh, so one of the reasons why I started yeah, doing reviews is because I had all these games on my shelf, and I would only play the classics. Like I would only pl- I'd replay Mega Man three yeah. for the millionth time. And I'm like, why not Double I'm, Dragon Two for me? Yeah, I mean everybody's I got their Double classics Dragon 2 shirt. Yesterday. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's got those like three or four or five yeah. or ten or whatever games Call that, that they go that back your to. gold medal games. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what we class are. Mega Man Three, Metroid, in- Metroid, Castlevania Two, Ninja Gaiden Two. Uh, you see a top ten. List. You know Chances what I mean? Yeah, of yeah. Games that you Zelda: Link to the Past, Zelda: The First Zelda. Man. So it's like, I wanted to finish some of these games. So I was like, why not do a review that'll like... Get me to focus Yeah So I did that And I'm like 67 episodes in So It's
0: actually the same mentality That we have with VGBS Calling it bullshit homework It's mm-hmm. all homework's bullshit But it gets <laughs> us to Focus for a week or two On a game So then when we're Literally playing Like Kid Dracula We're gonna break it down But then we analyze Every single bit of it So we just did Vice Project Doom That we recorded oh, Such a good and game And we broke out Almost Every ball level ball by ball. level And had ball Nintendo ball Power ball. Open To talk about How yeah. crap believe they covered it like it was terrible we're sitting there reading i'm like this is literally terrible and then we talked about the exact notes that we took when we Mm -hmm. beat the game we're like this doesn't match up and it's like literally an hour and a half episode that's going to be in season three it's coming out
1: soon vgbs it just just kills me we're three three month backlog you'll see it you know we're we're talking about like 40 dollars a pop for homebrew games that you'll walk around here and you'll see
2: yeah, most yeah. homebrews will run you, like,
1: yeah. 60 because yeah. it's literally made from right. scratch. Right, it's made like. from scratch, so it's, like, you gotta, you know, it's it's cool to support the, the homebrew and the indie scene like that. I don't know if so. I've
0: seen any homebrews on the floor today, besides for the convention exclusive okay. I have, which I, there's two left, mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, but literally, like, there's a ton. There's this game that started it all, it's called Battle Kid Fortress of yes. Battle. People Battle Kid One and yeah. Two, right? That is a perfect testament. We have people shaking their heads that yes, they I do know. understand it, <laughs> Those and are it's
1: so hard. It's, Why? It, people Why? say it's so Why? hard. So, hard. It I it's
0: hard. I, so So yeah. the programmer no, of it is Savak. His name's Jordan. Yep. He literally is a Mega Man speedrunner. So you can, if you hold forward, you can go through every level if you know to time the jumps perfectly. <laughs> yeah. I speedran it to the point the boss rush mode that actually got a limited edition copy of Battle Kid Two.
1: That's he, cool. he does
0: 33 limited edition copies of each of his games oh, wow. that he's released huh. and I got number 12 of 1 and 2 Yeah. so I got I got number 1 <laughs> with a trade that I did nice. a long time ago and then once I did that I did the speed run on the limited edition cartridge and earned the limited edition and so that's cool that's one of the cool things is these limited editions or convention exclusives that you can just get cool little items to remind you of your time somewhere yeah. but then you actually right. interact with the programmers mm-hmm. and you actually get have feedback so if you're online in forums They're creating the game mm-hmm. If you're helping them You actually get input That might get Into Legends of Alia right, Or hunted right. Halloween 86
1: Yeah
0: Um Speaking of Haunted Halloween, another interesting tidbit, VGBS, the cartridge, the programmer of the cartridge, the actual whole base, is the guy who programmed Haunted Halloween 85 and 86. He's the other Yoda of the Nintendo. His name is Tepples,
1: and yeah. he's a crazy dude. Game. He's, he's awesome. just been like putting out revisions of this Haunted... What's it called? Haunted, haunted Halloween haunted 85. Haunted 85 Halloween. And it's not even a
0: revision. They're pretty fun, yeah. The first one is a minimalistic beat-em-up that you go through. It looks like River City Ransom. Yeah. There's a lot of platforming to it. Yeah. Number two has combination nations, it has parallax scrolling, like, it's night and day. Yeah, yeah. I still, from nostalgia of playing with them, and with, for the bullshit homework, 85, I like 85 more, but it's technically way superior for 86. Right, right. Like, it's it's ridiculous. There's yes. achievements in it now, there's special moves, there's two players.
1: Yeah, it's like, cool. I mean, you get to see yeah. The developers the kind of grow. The progression. You get to see them grow. I mean, even Battle Kid 1 2, uh, you know, you compare the two. and
0: so, so what I like to compare it to is the beginning of the NES program, and you have your black box games that are kind of like arcade ports. Then later on, you have your Little Samson's. Mm-hmm. And you have your crazy games that, like, your, um, what is it, uh, Rekka...
1: Right, oh, is
0: cool. like I'm just saying, that's a bullet hell shooter, pretty much, on the Nintendo. on the NES
1: that runs.
0: Have you played like butter? Blade Buster? No, I haven't. Blade, Buster. No, I haven't Blade Buster. Anybody heard of Blade Buster? We got one. So Blade Buster is literally a bu- bullet hell shoot 'em up on the Famicom. That's a homebrew. Wow! Somebody programmed it, and it's literally a time speed run. If you ever played any Turbo Graphics games like Star Soldier, they have these time rush modes where you have a five minute time score. That's what Blade Buster has, and it's literally just like it's crazy how that guy programmed it. Yeah. There's no flicker. That's the other yeah. thing. So, so you know when Nintendo slowed down, things would flicker, you get flashing. There's none of that in this game. It's moving faster than Reca. Yeah. Which is <laughs>
2: well, that's a good thing it's about impressive. Reca though. It, it has the two options between where you can go for performance, yep. or you could get like quality out of the mm-hmm. game to where the game will like move. I faster, think when I'm but thinking like, RECA, a lot of flashing.
1: so the thing with Reca, do you, yeah. have you guys heard of Rekka? Yeah. Do you, you guys know? All right, got so Rekka is oh it's called Summer Carnival '92 Rekka. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there were these. Basically, these... It was never a contest by NEC who
0: made the turbo. Right, they would run this caravan, and it was literally you'd have these guys like Takaishi Menjin, who is the guy who's the pixel for Adventure Island. He's literally oh, like the record holder for speed taps for shooters. Yeah, and he would do like if you look it up, there's this one where the, where he's fighting another guy in one of these summer carnivals, mm-hmm. and there's this classic music behind it. It's like an 80s mo- montage, mm-hmm. but he's like literally like he has this. Hudson B tapper controller, if you ever see it here, where it yeah. taps how fast you go, it's for him.
1: Yeah, Rekka, Rekka's an Rekka amazing was shooter. Made for him. And it's it runs just smooth as butter on the on the Famicom. It's a Famicom exclusive. Yep. You can get it on the NES, and I'm pretty sure you can like play it like you can do like can. A, a homebrew or a bootleg or whatever you want to call it. But that game is fantastic. It's and one of the best thinking, shooters on the internet. When I
0: was thinking of Bullet Hell, there's That'd a there's a hack of it called Yeah, probably a repro. There's a hack of it yeah, called Wreck-A-Pure. Really? And they <laughs> made it into a bullet hell where there's tons of bullets coming. It's uh,
2: like It's already
0: bad. It's already bad and they made it's it already, worse. It's already a really <laughs> insane game. It's like Kaizo
2: Re- Reca. Kaizo, yeah, Reca, yeah. Yeah. Kaizo Reca, yeah.
0: But like oh, you press the select oh. button and it goes pure and it starts getting <laughs> hell in the background. But it's it's it's, <laughs> it's
1: just visually like, astounding. Uh, musically fantastic it's it just if I was to recommend one game We're dead. We're dead. that you guys should Kevin. check out as far as like recommend. pushing yeah, if
0: I was to oh, recommend, recommend. Yeah. this guy wins this guy wins <laughs> he wins the convention the yeah,
1: yeah. yeah if I was Take to recommend you to get a game so, so
0: that would be a good Famicom exclusive <laughs> yep. um, for homebrews we have the Legends of Alia. The one I wanted to mention before the end of the panel is called Mystic Searches that's being oh, programmed. I've heard of that one, yeah. Mystic Origins is a prequel that's just released to Backers, and they did a physical version. Mm-hmm. It is literally this guy, Joe Grinnell's brainchild that he wanted as a kid. He's making it into a Zelda-style game, mm-hmm. full-action RPG with music, and there's actually, you can play a loot um, in the game <laughs> to unlock stuff. Uh, there's magic in it. You can jump and jump attack in a Zelda-style game. Right. Um, it's awesome, and that's he did a documentary called "The New 8-Bit Heroes," which he's toured around a few of the conventions last year. And it's on the NES homebrew scene developers and the mindset behind them. Yeah. So it's it's a really cool thing because he did that. And then he's doing the third thing, which we'll all be able to create Nintendo Homebrew without knowing Uh, how to program. He's calling it NES Maker, and it stemmed from him doing this whole thing of changing a bit and spending months trying to figure out what the heck went wrong. And he had this guy who is an engineer develop this Windows back end where he can literally have... uh, Different pictures—it's called object-oriented programming—but literally move, move different pictures, and then it compiles it, and then he hooks up this USB to a cart flasher. And you can flash it right into a Nintendo cartridge, your That's own so game. Cool. So the limitations on that are a couple. Number one, you can only program what's in that game program. So right now, it would be an action RPG. But if he takes it to Kickstarter, he could have that engineer create the shoot 'em up, the platformer, the RPG, traditional. He could create anything. Yeah, yeah. The sky's the limit. So that would open it up to everybody that has a cool idea they had as a kid to be able to
2: create their vision on like a Nintendo cartridge. Open source, that'd be nice too, because then he yeah. wouldn't even have yeah. like even if he didn't get the funding later on, he just open source it, so like people could technically go in and rewrite mm-hmm. it to yeah. add in, sure, you know, mechanics that weren't in the game before. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. If they'll make it open source,
0: but to me it makes sense because you're talking about a a niche of a niche of a niche. You have your Nintendo collectors. The ones that want the new Nintendo stuff and the, stuff the ones that want to actually. program the new Nintendo <laughs> stuff line. You're talking a microcosm yeah, of yes. people, like a couple of us obsessed yeah. retards that want to sit there and waste away and do this craziness, but it's like I want it though yeah. so it, it, I'll do it It would basically
2: be like playing Little Big Planet where you just kind of snap yeah. things into place right. Right. So,
0: right. so my idea was is that Black Box Challenge was a game that I took to Kickstarter two years ago Um, It's almost done, it's an RPG traditional that you collect Nintendo Games on the Nintendo Playable. Mm. The guy's literally just found a bug and he's fixing it. I should have finalized ROM like last week. I should have had it. Um, I will take the arts, the sprites, everything, and apply that to Game Maker and make a black box challenge to myself. That's cool. That's the idea. And that's the creation that's going to allow every single person to do, which I think is going to be really cool for the scene. Um, You're going to have people that are serious in it be mad just like they're mad about those parody games we were talking about earlier but my thing is it's all about the fun and the love and the thing is between all three of us the one consistency is passion for what we do That's true I hate it
1: <laughs> besides
2: for Rewind so, Rewind let's, hates it since
1: we got just a little bit of time left yep. we want to take some questions does anybody have any anybody? questions on this madness go ahead so
0: um, you mentioned
1: the- <laughs> yeah, sorry no no it's, it's cool. cool so you mentioned the book the book
0: really didn't have anything on fan translation fan translation Yep. Which, I mean, makes sense, considering yeah. it would probably add a lot more page count. It would, yeah. A yeah. hundred-something um, extra pages. And it's already a 500-page yeah. Yeah. book that you literally can bludgeon somebody with. But you are really happy there is just a fan translation for? But do any of you have a game that you're really happy there is <laughs> just fan hmm? a
1: really yeah. just fan translation for? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, uh,
2: a Sweet Home comes to mind. Sweet Definitely home. Sweet Home. I'm glad they did a translation of that. I didn't know it was a thing, but I bought it here two years ago, Adventure Island Four on the Nintendo. Yep. I did not know about it. It's nothing like the first three. It's yeah. literally a Metroidvania and I was my, blown.
0: I would away say by my it. favorite, it's an obscure one, it's called the Tower of Radia. Um <laughs> Or Chronicles of the Radio War, depending on the translator. But um, I actually included it in here because you can enjoy the game without knowing Japanese. Right. But knowing the story behind it, you can play I think four or five characters in an action RPG. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not a Zelda style where everything comes at you, but what happens is when you get to some enemies, the screen kinda stops and then you have to fight them to progress. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool game. That's the one that belt I'm scroller. happy. Yeah. Yeah, belt scroller. It's, it's right. a belt scroller. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, you really seem to love the NES and I'm really getting that vibe. I was curious,
0: what
1: NES games do you like that were not made by Nintendo, like me, I always like the Rescue
2: Rangers. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, oh, yeah, was amazing. That's
0: right. yeah. Oh yeah, two players. That's what right. really liked
2: it. And you get to pick your partner up and mm. carry it to a level, and they have no idea. There were so many parts where you necessarily needed to do that, though. Like you had to pick your friend up to get through. Like they had the disappearing blocks in Rescue yeah. Rangers. Yeah, you're not getting that together. You're not doing that no. together. one of you needs to be carrying the other to get through those jumps. There's <laughs> there's a lot of really weird I mean, Reka's made
0: by Nexoft. Right. I mean, there's. A lot of the games we were talking about weren't released by traditional
1: Nintendo, For, for actual licensed games, you mean? Um, I mean, jeez, there's so many. Um, yeah, that's... I mean... Yeah, because we're talking about the odd stuff for the panel, but, yeah, I mean,
0: I for was, license, I mean, I love Double Dragon, too. I like the Ninja Turtle games. Yeah, like, I like Jackal Contra. Castlevania. Zelda, Castlevania. Everything. Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania. Star
2: Tropics yeah. is, like, one of my favorite.
0: Star Tropics
1: is, is excellent. Uh, Guardian Legend. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden. Oh, yeah. uh, Vice Project Doom. Uh, River yeah. City
0: Ransom. K- Kabuki Shatterhand. Kabuki. Kabuki.
1: Kabuki. Kabuki. <laughs> yeah, Kabuki Quantifier. <laughs> Journey to Silius. I yes. And there's just so many fantastic NES <laughs> games. I know.
0: we're, I know we're forgetting, like, 20, Oh, of, I'm sure Like, usually yeah, Adventure Absolutely. Island is, is yeah, Adventure excellent Adventure Island itself.
1: Yep um, I Nemo. mean, then you got Final Fantasy And
0: Crystallis Yeah, and, yeah. Like, so I call it Crystallis Or is it Crystallis? Uh, Episode uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah No, I, I, I used to call it Crystallis yeah, I, I don't even pronounce the T, but I'm totally <laughs> the, the wrong. I know silent. I'm wrong. The T is silent. The yeah.
0: T is silent. <laughs> yeah.
1: It sounds like a fancy champagne. You know. So, so I think we probably
0: have about five minutes. Let's do. Let's talk a little bit quickly about what we're gonna be doing in the future and where to get a hold of us. So, um, all of my books are available at hagansalley.com. Um, I have my card on my table you will see it I'm with Square Painter I got the big old banner and I have tons of books on there um, I'm working on re-releasing my first book that was originally by that pic- that uh, Pixel Nation company whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm re-releasing it with an Artist that does the Might and Magic series, he he is Power Blade, so the Power Blade guy, it's not yeah, Arnold, yeah. It's yeah. this guy. It's, it's, it's a shows, real
1: guy, it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, so his name's
0: Mike, <laughs> yeah. and he actually has an unused photo when he was learning how to draw fantasy art. I'm using that for my cover for Hidden Gaming Gems, Generation That's cool. by Generation. That's very I'm working cool. on that, Let's and see. while I'm working on that, I'll be working on the complete Genesis, probably mm-hmm. with Rewind
1: here. That's cool.
0: Will that include your drive? It will include everything. Yeah, Mega Drive. <laughs> so, so the idea is it'll be licensed, not licensed, but U.S. releases, PAL exclusives, and then if there's Japanese games that were on PAL, I include that in the PAL exclusives, mm-hmm. and then Japanese games that don't require Japanese to enjoy, I like that, and then Homebrew. I'm at 157 Mega Drive and Genesis Homebrew right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to include 32X and Sega CD, because I... I, I don't like free time, um, and and then um, I'm also going to jump into some of the Sega Net and Net and Mega Net games. There's some that were released, like Pulse Man which was right, released for, Man. for the yeah. Sega Channel. Yep. So there's those as well. I'm going to cover every little dichotomy because I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what it is. So that's what I'm doing. Um, I don't have a whole lot of online video game bullshit. Is on Higgins Alley as well. Um, we're on Kickstarter right now. If you look at VGBS, I have items. If anybody's a supporter of us on Kickstarter. I got like buttons that were made up by uh, the guys who do Henshin Engine for the oh, turbo. Cool. They nice. made me some buttons to give to everybody that's a supporter of us. So we're 400 percent funded. We got two weeks left. So cool. um, you that's literally awesome. get a Nintendo cartridge. It's bare bones, uh, cheap though. It's um, forty dollars for a CIB with the with the eight gigabyte. Uh, Thumb drive, drive and thumb And yeah, a full yeah. cartridge box, man. Cool. Like we're doing the bare bones, we're doing it for fun. Yeah. Like we're doing it it'll, it'll still help support our podcast too. Because mm-hmm. that's that's the key.
1: Yeah.
0: Um that's that's going on right now. If that does well, which it already seems like it is, we'll do the rest of the seasons in the future too.
1: Very cool. Um I don't have a lot going.
0: On. He's mine. <laughs> no,
2: Hi everybody.
0: No,
1: normally I have so much going on. Um oh, I'm finishing up an article for you. Yes, or uh, it's going to be a Metroid article for that's his
0: something we haven't mentioned. So, yeah. okay, on that, yeah, I do compendiums. Not so, personal sick. stories of the system. So, the Nintendo compendium is NES personal stories. Right. Everybody has an opportunity to write for it. Yeah. So, if you're a backer, that tier that's right there, which I don't try you to charge to in anything. It's, cool. it's you get right. I'll be doing the yeah. same thing for Genesis going forward. It may just be in the one Genesis book, though. So I did an
1: article for He's that. doing that. Uh, Castlevania two, which I already wrote, that's in the book, and mm-hmm. then Metroid. So, yeah, that. And then um, <laughs> Pixel Tunes is uh, rounding the corner on episode 92. 91 comes out this Wednesday. We come out with new episodes every other week. So, you know, we have a pretty set schedule in October, we do like a full-on Halloween thing where we usually do anywhere between three to four episodes of Pixel Tunes, um, Castlevania, Silent Hill. Um, you know, you name it. It's if it's spooky, you know, if it's spooky, we're, we're doing it. Um, and, then we <laughs> do ho- and then we do a and then we do an annual Halloween episode, which we're known for. It's it's wildly popular. So nice, um, dude. You haven't played this game. Um, I've got one episode that is almost done. It just I just have to do the live action and then it's, it's a skit based show so it's a skit based review show if you're familiar with Angry Video Game Nerd early Happy Video Game Nerd um, if you guys currently watch Game Dave or Game Sack or any of those based skits and you like that stuff You'll probably like, dude. You haven't played this game. It's His last in episode, he had a doctor
0: on there. After. Yeah, like, yeah. I, uh, I'm going to go over here and analyze your brain. Yeah, Why yeah. are you playing the shitty that, game? That's that's <laughs> kind of, hilarious. That's the
1: kind of stuff that we do. So it's it's we do skits at the beginning, kind of pepper that's throughout good. the review. But it's in it's. I like to call it um, edutainment. Because yeah. I'm entertaining you, but I'm also educating you on the game. It's pretty kid friendly too. Pretty kid friendly. Yeah, we don't really do a lot of swearing on the show. The very first episode, GBS isn't. It's yeah, the very, very, first. very first episode we did, but that was like a pilot episode. It's terrible. Don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> watch all the newer stuff. It's all good stuff. And then sure, um, first thing you watch. Yeah. First yeah. thing I watched though, was and, now is going to be and new episode of gaming uh, linguistics is in the works. That's nice. the Y's versus Y's versus whatever. And then the very last thing is the Super Super ghouls and Ghost challenge which that'll be out really soon I'm doing a, a super ghouls and Ghost challenge with Westapo oh, yeah. uh, we put out the shout out on both of our channels uh, where we were basically like hey if you want to try to speed run this game you get five lives and that's it to see if you can go through and so that's about it
2: you be quick, Rewind. we got one minute. Hi, everyone. Mike, thank you very much for sitting on this panel. You guys have a great weekend. You can find me on YouTube under that same name. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: thank you, guys. Yeah, everyone! <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>